Tiku, tiku, tiku. How are you, mate? I am fantastic. Are you? Yeah. I didn't think you'd say that. Why not? You're decked out in Hawthorne colours, which just brings a smile to my face. Because mm. we are a very happy team at Hawthorne in this room today, aren't we? Uh, I I don't like wearing these colours. That's <laughs> probably no secret to anyone listening. I feel a bit sick now. Stomach's churning. Uh, the mood is spiralling. And who knows what's around the corner. But uh, I've simply got bigger f- fish to fry. Um, then, okay. you know, this Guernsey, this putrid-looking Guernsey, um, <laughs> yellow and brown, why you would roll with that as a, a colour scheme for a team. And the, the brown cap, uh, I like the cap. Yeah. It's an early 2000s kind of vibe, and yep. I'm all about that. Retro vibe. Unfortunately, they just went um, in the wrong direction with the team and the colour. Because oh. um, I, I do like a vintage-style cap, Yeah, but I just don't like the fact that it's Hawthorne. I've, I've, like, I'm, I'm pretty happy with this, because I've barely seen you Must in a be. cap. Mm. Like, throughout our friendship, which has spanned many years. Do I work it? I think you're getting away with it. You're pulling off somewhat of a Tyrone Vickery vibe with the locks Mm. flowing out the back. Um, So that can be debated. But, um, mate, I I think I like you in these colours. Yeah, well, don't get used to it, my friend. (laughs) Um, This will be a fleeting (laughs) fleeting sight. Yeah, I feel like that Guernsey will be turfed against the wall very, very quickly. Yeah. All I can say is it's fortunate that window is closed. <laughs> yeah. It would be tossed onto the street yeah. once I remove it. Fair enough. Um, well, while you've yeah. got it on, I've got a, we, we've got to cash in on this. Um, I'm very excited because right after this introduction, Todd is going to cash in on a bet um, that he lost because Sydney appears to be quite shit. Um, <laughs> so That's rich. We <laughs> sit sixth in the ladder still when Hawthorne are... Buried in the bottom three. Oh, 17th. Um, mm. Yeah, but um, game game and a half clear now from 17th, which I'm very bloody oh happy God, with. It just doesn't get better than that, does it? <laughs> no. Holy heck. No. Um, thank you, North. Mm. For your, um, Something for the supporters to just hang their hat on. Say no more. We're getting into this. Now, mate, you said some pretty horrifying things about the Hawthorne Football Club in that first segment, but I hope you're ready to take it all back and add some beautiful things because what's about to happen, mate, is on Friday night, let me set the scene here, um, it was minutes before the first bounce between Hawthorne and Sydney, our two teams. Thank you. Minutes before the first bounce and Owen has sent us a message and I haven't instigated any of this because I personally thought Hawthorne was going to lose. So... Owen's like, boys, surely you two are doing a bet for this game. And then he's proposed that the person who supports the losing team has to say two minutes of nice stuff about the winning team. Now, when a bet is proposed to me, I'm happy to take it up. You were hesitant, but in the end, you obliged. And now we are here. You're wearing Hawthorne gear. I'm very excited. Tyler. The floor is yours. Tyler's Hawk Talk. Let's go. Well, um, where to begin? <laughs> There's certainly some challenging things in life, and this definitely is presenting itself as one of them. There's simply not enough good things for me to say about Hawthorne that's, that warrants two minutes of praise. Wow. I think I could maybe... Um, put together 12 seconds, Uh, but we'll give it a red hot crack and we'll see what the end product looks like. Um, I mean, obviously, Hawthorne are are a very successful club. They are one of the most successful clubs in the AFL. Thank you. 
a culture of success is probably one way of describing it. You look at the, the, the mid-80s to the late 80s, mm-hmm. and they won all those flags. You know, had blokes like Brereton and Dunn still running around. They had arguably the greatest player of the game play for them in Lethal Lee Matthews, yes. who also led them to a few premierships, yep. if I'm correct there. And they had Lance Franklin as well, who also won two flags at the Hawks. So they've won premierships, and they've also had some of the biggest names in the competition. The Hawks' culture has to be one of the best in the AFL as well. Yes. Uh, Geelong's culture sucks. Has, has to be really good. I must say that, Joshua. Uh, <laughs> the City Swans' culture, here. very good. But the Hawks' winning culture is, is, is pretty hard to, uh, to ignore. Mm, um, way up there. They are a fantastic side. And oh, I'm running out of things to say. This is getting hard. Um, <laughs> now we've got to pad it out for about 30 more seconds, mate. They've got the greatest coach of the modern era, yes. Alastair Clarkson. They're not a club that really puts up with mediocrity. No. Um, they are seriously a... Yeah, they're a, they're a force to be reckoned with in the AFL. Yeah. And you know they won't be too bad for too long. No. Um, but I think that's roughly about two minutes. Um, and to finish off, I'd just like to say I hope their tenure at the bottom of the ladder is lengthy and uh, despairing. <laughs> Well, that was actually pretty good. (laughs) Is he storming out? Oh, no. (laughs) The jumper has come. It's been wrenched off like as quickly as that two minutes has ended. Wowee. Now I'm padding. Now I'm padding things out. (laughs) Sorry, I'll just... uh, (laughs) As he's fluffing around over there, getting himself... Oh, and that... Wow. That's just rude. (laughs) <laughs> the Hawks jersey has been thrown on the ground How do you feel now? Sorry everyone, just getting back to the mic <laughs> um, I hate Hawthorne <laughs> He's back I'm back um, Yeah, it feels good to be back and be functioning like a normal human being <laughs> Yeah um, like, yeah, so I mean Hawthorne were the better team. Oh yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. That was an awesome game. We're gonna we're gonna chat Hawthorne and Sydney a little bit more um after our uh sports recap. But um it was it was funny. I was actually watching that game on Friday night with a mate of mine at the pub and I don't know how, but he, he must have forgotten in the moment that I was a Hawthorne fan because I was cheering home at the goals and, and whatnot. And then he looks at me. Uh, he's, a, he's a Crows fan. How could anyone forget you're a Hawthorne fan? I don't fan? know. I, I don't you're know the most what... obnoxious, <laughs> loud, and weasel-like Hawthorne fan around. <laughs> Have a look at you. <laughs> yes. Mm. That's okay. Just a real hero. Yeah, so I was, I was cheering home the goals at the pub, and he turns to me, and, and he's like, how could you possibly support Hawthorne? <laughs> I was like... You didn't pull out your one-liner, or, you know, I, I like flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I was just I was just quite shaken by it, and mm. then I just pointed at the screen. I was like, "Look at them go! <laughs> How can you not love that, my little hawkies? Yeah, my my boys. <laughs> oh, God, this is cringeworthy stuff, oh, isn't yeah. it? Oh, oh, God, it makes it just a chill down the spine. Happy to cringe. Mm. I'm happy to be a cringe. That's okay. Yeah. Well, you've got that down pack. Don't you worry about that, my friend. <laughs> just a real cringer. Just cringe, a cringer. Cringy McGee. I don't mind here. that at all. <laughs> Just a cringe fest. Oh dear, let's move Everywhere. on to <laughs> more important things. Um, God, Tyler, now let's just get rolling on this sports recap. We're going to start with something quite serious because, my oh my, we just, I just watched a very confronting mm. video. I'm sure a lot of people in the world 
have seen it. I just watched it about um, 10 minutes ago uh, with you. Um, but Christian Eriksen actually yeah. collapsed and nearly died. Um, oh, nice. Like on a soccer field. One of the game's best players in an international game mm. collapsed and people thought he was dead. Yeah. Honestly. This yeah. Is very serious. Bloody distressing st- scenes um, yeah. over there. Obviously, the Euros have started. And um, essentially, it's like a, a World Cup um, World Cup of soccer for mm. European teams. Yeah. And gosh, yeah, Christian Eriksen, uh, Danish midfielder, is a Denmark versus Finland game. Yep. And he needed CPR yeah. on the pitch to yep. revive him. It was, it was late in the first half. And me and you actually, yeah, we watched the video before we decided we would discuss it tonight. Mm. And how confronting was oh. the vision that, that we saw? Yeah. I've never seen anything like it in my no. life. It was one of the, the the most chilling and disturbing things I've actually seen. Um, like, he, the ball was thrown to him from a, an out-of-bounds uh, throw-in. And he, it kind of hit him on the knee and it ricocheted back to the other player and he was playing on and like he literally collapsed to the ground mm. and the referee knew straight away. Just that, like fell forward. Yeah, fell forward. Um, and referee knew straight away, blew the whistle and was like, this man needs help. That seemed like the benches were on the other mm. side of the pitch because the medical staff were like sprinting over there mm. um, as quickly as possible and... That, oh, it was just horrible. They were doing CPR on the on the pitch. The worst thing for me was when they, um, you know, the players were obviously really distressed. Mm. But when they put that sheet up around oh, yeah. him, um, that was that was oh, it was horrible to see. We must say he's fine. Yeah. So uh, in a stable condition mm. in hospital. Um, but yeah, I mean the teammates. Like, firstly, his teammates, like, the captain of Denmark actually was one of the first to get to him mm. and actually stopped him from swallowing his tongue. Oh. So, what what an amazing human being yeah. to have the presence of mind to, to do that. Um, secured his neck until until the um, the medicos arrived, and it was mm. very prompt, yeah. um, which was, it was great to mm. see how quickly everyone yeah. acted in that yeah. situation. And then you had players consoling yeah. Christian Eriksen's partner, um, God, it's so distressing, but oh. I'm, I'm so glad he's all right. And he is, he's a fantastic footballer. He mm. plays for Inter Milan. He was at Tottenham. Mm. So he's one of the world's better midfielders. Yeah. And yeah, like he, who knows if he'll play ever again. Yeah. But I, that's... Yeah. I did see a headline. I mean, headlines are, don't mean everything, but I did say there there is serious fears about him ever playing again. Um, And look, that is, that is completely towards the back of... It's not Mind, even relevant, not, is it? Not relevant really? at all, but that just shows how serious this thing was. The most um, confronting thing yeah. about it was when me and you were watching the video, like he he was playing in that first half. Yeah. Like he was he was passing and running and God, that like it, it just really shakes you up, doesn't it? Yeah. To like think how vulnerable everyone is. Like mm. to to think you can be performing at that elite level at one <laughs> stage and then minutes later just like Laying on the ground motionless, yeah. man. Like. Show, shows how precious life can be. This is one of the fittest men in the world um, mm. and, you know, obviously had some sort of underlying heart condition or, or whether something just went wrong internally. But um, thoughts are certainly with him and his family um, and, of course, you know, everyone who was involved, his teammates and, and the other players on the ground, they, you know, that will stay with them for the rest of their life because I'm, I'm shaking, I'm sitting in 
Adelaide just watching it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, thoughts uh, with with him and uh, and his family. Absolutely. Um, sticking with the Euros, Euro twenty twenty. Um, it's been really good. Um, I, I saw you looking at me then. They, they are they are um, even though it's t- taking place this year in twenty twenty one. They're still calling it Euro twenty twenty. Yeah, right. What do you think of that? I I think that's it's just a bit odd to me. Um, it is takes it place every four every, years. Every I four think. years, yeah. okay. So, um, oh, it ties up with I guess you know if you look back on it and you look at the history of the tournament of like twenty sixteen, twenty twenty, twenty twenty four. I just think that's a little bit odd, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it's like that. Well, they clearly just picked it up and moved it. It's like mm. okay, everything else is going to stay Probably the same. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, and that sort of thing doesn't really affect me, or I don't really think about that too much. One thing I do, because um, I watch, have been watching the NFL um, a, a fair bit lately. Um, it's been but, a bit guru now, are you? Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, but they mm. um, call their, you know, how the the NBA they call it, you know, two thousand twenty twenty one season. Um, they just call it the twenty twenty one season. Mm. So the super the twenty twenty one Super Bowl is played in twenty twenty two. Well, that's just Interesting, don't you think? Same yeah, that sort of thing. I, yeah, that's confused. I kind of lost. You kind of lost me there. Yeah, they just I'll call just... the whole season like the season that it starts is then that's what it's called because the you know it goes into the next year, but the the season is just known as the twenty twenty one season. Mm. Yeah, very good. Baffled. Yeah, wow. Officially baffled. It's extremely baffled <laughs> um, by that explanation more than anything. Yep. Um, I'm content with it. Yeah, wow. Anyway, we'll move forward and hopefully just reassert ourselves here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the the, um, the Euros. Um, I, I watched um, the England and Croatia game. Yeah, actually had um, a good mate of mine, Ryan Hill over yep. the whiz. We had a couple of bottles of red and wow. uh, watched uh, uh, England and Croatia. I'm sure, that just ended really sensibly. Yeah, it did. I had to tell you what, I was just feeling sheepish this morning. <laughs> tell you that much. God. Um, <laughs> I actually felt horrific. I, <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'd have a nap today. Um, oh, no. Red wine gets me. Does it? Yeah, definitely. I love red wine. I haven't got a high tolerance for it. Oh, no. Two two glasses and uh, we are feeling the pinch <laughs> very much so. Um, but England have a bloody good side. They bloody should. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got a Jaden Sancho, um, never heard of a Harry Kane, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raheem Sterling, um, Phil Foden. I'm running How out of running, running out of names. Yep. Well, I can't remember the rest, but they're geez, good. Probably just edit this part. Eh? Yeah, they're a very good, <laughs> very good team. Are you got that much interest in the Euros, or is this no, kind I'd, of just in one ear and out the other? Not a whole lot. Yeah, uh, a lot of interest like there. A lot of, um, um, acknowledgement from you. No, that's okay. Anyway, should we just chat about the French Open then? Yes, please. Rafa lost, so that aged well for you. Yep. You are just a modern marvel. You are. Just, I am. Uh, with your predictions. Seems like everything that uh, I say, the opposite seems to occur. Melbourne, four losses in a row. I think that was the prediction we went with. They may have lost today, but I think they won a couple in well, between that. Out of out of that, they will lose four. Uh, mm. They actually lost two. So yeah, okay. that's closer than... Um, so, in long story short, that was wrong. And so too was <laughs> Rafa winning the French Open. So... What do you got next for us, Nostradamus? <laughs> Just, uh, Sydney aren't else? winning the flag this what year. Else? Yeah, what else is on the agenda? That, Go on, say it. Say we aren't winning it. Go Sydney's on. not winning the flag this yeah, year. Yeah, good. <laughs> so that'll happen. Watch us, watch us win it. <laughs> Please don't win, seriously. Mm, gosh. But um, anyway, Novak won the French Open. Mm. Um, loves a comeback. 
the old Novak. Doesn't he? Yeah, um, down 0-2 against Sitsipas. 0-2. What did I say? 0-2. Yeah, down... Um, I think you'd, I'd prefer... Two sets to it, love. Yeah, two love. Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of has the same impact, <laughs> I would have thought. Not really in tennis land. Being really um, finicky over there. Yes, we are. I'm just trying to get a little bit of my backup over here. Mm. Um, yeah, so he, he does love a comeback, actually, Novak. I remember... Oh, he was down in the Australian Open to love, whether it was this year or, or last year. Um, but he just seems, he's like Buddy Winks or whatever Pardon? whatever that Winks. horse is. <laughs> Who's the, what was the horse that came from behind all the time? You can't compare Novak Djokovic to Winks. <laughs> <laughs> is Winks the one that, that came no, from that behind? No, that was, um, oh, mate. Come on, horse man. Oh, shit. This is a God, bit embarrassing my, for you. This is my family's... Oh no! My family's heritage, um, Chautauqua. No, yeah, it's Chautauqua. It's Chautauqua. Well, as if you're telling me it's not Chautauqua. It's not as Chautauqua. It, as the as one if the, you'd know. The one that the world was like in love with for a little while, retired recently. I don't think you've got the right horse in mind. No, Black caviar, Winks. Winks was the one the world was in love with. Was that? But she never came from behind. She was always up on the speed, kind of. Hmm. No, there was another horse that oh, I need to find this out. I think you've just lost the plot there momentarily. Possibly. That's all right. Nothing out of the ordinary. Who but was that fucking horse? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What was yeah. That? I, oh. I think you just take the L here and just go cop that one on the chin and yeah. move on. But um, yeah, huge. Huge from Novak. That's um, why he's an all-time great. So, yeah. I mean, he's not the most admired um, champion of the game out there, but he's certainly... Um, Outstanding, nonetheless. Absolutely, and um, his opponent was uh, Tsitsipas. Yeah, uh, you've you've said that pretty well. Yeah, thank you, thank That's you right. very much. Uh, he's Credit a he's due. a very impressive young man. But he was also he was battling a a family tragedy mm. moving into this game. Um, he was told minutes before he went out to play that his grandmother had died, um, and was ve- obviously very emotional after the game. And um, he was up. Two sets to love, and unfortunately for him, he couldn't close it out. But um, again, yeah, just amazing commitment from this man who, gee, he's going to be a good player. He's fifth in the world. I think he's in his early 20s at the moment, mm. and he seems like he's going to absolutely grip the tennis world. Definitely, mate. Yeah, well said. Thank you. Um, in the, on the women's draw, um, something happened there. Barbara Krechakova. Yep. I think I've just nailed that one just quietly. Have you? And uh, this is where it gets a little, really testy. <laughs> um, defeated Anastasia Pavlichenko. Kova. <laughs> you got half of it. Pavlichenkova. That yeah, old... wow. I've just... Um, Pavlova. Pavlichenkova. Um, yeah. I think I've done it. Yeah, well, well done. Um, <laughs> great stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, Barbara won the women's final. I think we'll just stick with Barbara yeah, from here. Barb. Um, Barb's first, probably good. First Czech woman in 40 years uh, to win Roland Garros. And what about this, though? Um, Pavla Chenkova. I'll just mm-hmm. call her Pav from yeah. here. <laughs> um, Pav's backhand Matthew. was called out on championship point, which handed uh, Barbara the win. But... The umpire, like, it was very close. It was mm. like a line ball. And Roland Garros doesn't have the eagle eye technology. I oh, know. Is that because the lines just wash away? <laughs> and, and the chair umpire wouldn't check it. Oh. And it was, like, unbelievably close. Wow. So, like, it may have very well been in. It may have caught line. And, but that's the point that um, Barbara won on. Gee. To my knowledge. So, it's kind of perplexing. Yeah. Come on, it? Babs. Just chair umpire just going... Um, I cannot be bothered. <laughs> I'm not checking. This may be championship point, but early minutes and early win it. I'm not. I'm not moving. Yep. 
Not fucking leaving. I ain't fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, now it's all happening in the NBA. Um, I'm, I'm quite interested in this NBA season, mate. So that's good. Utah has um, they're, they're locked two one with the LA Clippers, uh, but Phoenix actually advanced through um, four zip over Denver. That they did. How good's that? I'm, I'm really loving the Suns at the moment. Like I, I, I've watched like so many of their games. They're basically the only team I'm watching. I'm, mm. I'm cheering them home. Um, Devin Booker's a bloody star, and CP3 is. Like he's playing with a shoulder hanging off his arm, but like a shoulder hanging off his arm. Yep, I'm sticking with that. Gee whiz, his shoulder's screwed. Yeah. Um. Eloquently said. Yeah. Thank you. I'm a journalist. Mm. <laughs> I can tell by <laughs> that that statement. Might put that in my next story. Mm. Um. But they're just playing absolutely gripping basketball. It's it's so great to watch. Now this season in particular, so that the top eight is made up of Utah, the Clippers. Denver, Phoenix, Philly, Atlanta, the Bucks, and the Nets. That's an equivalent of like the, only five championships have been mm. won between those mm. eight teams, and three of those um, franchises have actually won. With mm. Philly, what have won three championships in their history? Um, and the the most recent of all of them is the the nineteen eighty three Philly side. Like what an amazing opportunity this is to to have a a basketball franchise that's going to either a break a long drought or win mm. their first chip. I like it. Like yeah. how exciting is that? Yeah, I do really like it. I I've got to be honest. I want Phoenix to win. Yeah, Something me too. I I'm a I just I'm a big fan of individual brilliance. Mm. Um, like we saw with Kawhi Leonard a couple of years ago for Toronto, and. It's just something about like these super teams. Like you look at, I mean, Irving obviously recently injured, mm. um, so too Harden, uh, but then obviously got Durant as well. It's yep. like that, that three-headed monster. Like it's just not quite, it's just not quite as impressive as someone like you know, like a duo like CP3, you know, yep. Chris Paul and and Devin Booker. Oh, he's so um, good. Chris Paul's probably you know past his prime mm. slightly still a still a great player and Devin mm. Booker just a, a young star yeah like it's just got yeah I just like that and yeah. if they win the chip like I feel like that would be awesome but yeah Donovan Mitchell in Utah as well yeah like same kind of same kind of um, thing as uh, Devin Booker yeah no, there's a lot it's of awesome excitement stuff. going on so this is kind of the impact of, of what's going on so if you relay that into AFL terms mm. this is basically a top eight consisting of Gold Coast Suns, the Giants, Fremantle, St Kilda, Western Bulldogs, Port Adelaide, Adelaide, and Brisbane. Mm. Well, like that's that's how big of an impact this this top eight is. Like it's just complete underdogs or those who haven't had a lot of success or new kids on the block. That's that's if you relay that into AFL terms, mm. that is the top eight that we've got. I think that's quite exciting. It is. It is definitely. And I guess I guess moving on from that is it a good thing that. LA's not still in there or that the Warriors aren't up the top or your Celtics who are bundled out in the first round. Mm. Like, is it, Do you need a big boy to be in the playoffs? No, I don't think so. And especially with the NBA, like you look at a team like the Knicks, they've got the brand, but they don't have the star power that mm. really generates interest. Yeah, exactly right. So it's more about the... Um, who it's more about the players that are filling those roster spots mm. and the, those um, the names of yep. the players that probably generate mm. a lot of the interest when it comes to these big finals games. Yep. Um, you know, like 
Golden State aren't like a famous NBA brand, mm. but they had Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Yeah. You know, yeah, so... Yeah, 100%. Um, so, either way in the NBA, there's going the to personal. be a near 40-year drought mm. broken this year. So, that is that is awesome. Huge. Huge um, if true. Yeah. Did you see LeBron's uh, Space Jam trailer? No. No? Oh, cool. We're just... Um, Moving on? Yeah, well, thanks. <laughs> I wouldn't mind chatting about it, but... Um, okay. You can digress on that if you like. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> good trailer. Might go and watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I like on the movies. Yeah. Yeah, so, good on you. Yeah, I reckon um you you might I might invite you to come along with me and watch it together. All right. See mm. what I'm doing that night. Yeah, sounds good. Um <laughs> but I'm looking forward to Space Jam. And State of Origin. Yeah. Probably deserves a bit of attention. Wasn't that bloody um, awesome? I missed the first half of it. Uh so I got home a little bit late. So all I need to did, did we get the um, oh, shivers. I've just had a moment there. Uh, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Did we get the This Is Origin line from uh, Phil Gould? Oh, Origin had a different feel this year because mm. it was in far north Queensland. Uh, I think he was out of his comfort zone. We had a lot of um, bringing Origin to the heartland. Yeah. I heard the heartland mentioned five or six times throughout the call. Mm. Like early in the call when the game was actually on. Late in the game, I think there was a mention of the Heartland would be very disappointed. Okay. Um, but yeah, there was no This Is Origin because mm, th- it wasn't really Origin. It it's was just a not origin, then. bloody landslide. You wouldn't say it, yeah. would you? If it's not Origin. <laughs> yeah, we did have uh, Darren Lockyer choking mm. his way through commentary <laughs> oh, again. Oh, gosh. So that was good. Holy moly. Oh, gosh. And we had uh, Paul Gallen as well. He was on the sidelines. So all the big stars. Yeah, far out. <laughs> gosh. And <laughs> how was Jeffrey coping? He's a big oh, Queensland man. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, New South Wales obliterated Queensland. <laughs> that um, was great. Yeah, so um, that wasn't ideal um, for the old man. He, he loves his Queensland. He gets sits there in his Maroons jersey, <laughs> glass of scotch, and just completely enamoured with it. Um, he loves it. But um, yeah, I was kind of ribbing him a little bit. I, yeah. I want Queensland to win, but I'm not. Don't have as big a vested interest in it as he does. There was a late turnover on the try line. And I think yes. Queensland were down by 50 points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was like five minutes left. Yeah. And um, the Queensland player dropped the ball. And I just looked at Dad and go, oh, damn, Dad. That was your last chance to get back in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just looked at me and gone, get back in it. <laughs> just 50 very... points behind. <laughs> He's very easy to stir up. And I think I was messaging you at that stage, and yeah. then I think you said something, and I'd relayed <laughs> it to, to Dad. Um, and then he sent you a he sent you a text yeah. message. So, so I think you've got the message there, haven't you? A barrage of text messages I've received. So mm. he's relayed whatever whatever I've said to him. I don't remember at the time. I was very I was so excited. He's just replied back with a um, nice work, Tom. Lol, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. And then I've just replied back, unlucky tonight, Jeffrey. It'll take more than six points to top all the rampaging blues. <laughs> so there was all all sorts of stuff going mm. on. And then I, I maybe meant, mentioned to him that uh, Bucks could take on the Maroons' job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that would be a transition, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? Yeah. Mm. Wow, wait. Um, one thing that annoys me, like watching the, the post-game coverage, it's, it's called rugby, not football. Yeah. I think, oh, I think it was Cameron Smith. It's like, oh, he's a great footballer. Yeah. He's no, not he's a, not. He's not. A, he's obviously he's a great rugby player. Mm. Uh, he's not a great footballer because mm. he doesn't play football. No. And you hardly use your foot. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just don't understand that. No. Like, and, it's just farcical that they call it football. Yeah, yeah, when it's actually pronounced rugby league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. And this is a naughty little show we're in the middle of, isn't it? <laughs> Joshua? Very naughty. Mm. Excellently naughty. Hey, you were setting yourself over there, old sport. <laughs> Very good. Mm. I'm pretty happy with myself. Yeah, look good. Yeah, now... Um, you had a, a new hoodie on earlier, a Hawks hoodie. I did. Mm. And it's... You ditched it. Too hot. Mm. Still hot in here. Yeah, That's always, for sure. Always hot. Um, and uh, I've gone with the much lighter Yankees jumper. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. And you actually had a Hawthorne jumper on before. Yeah, yeah. And that was just really disgusting. So that has been um, thrown. Yeah, nearly um, through a wall. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the show, guys. It's uh, It's been a fun one. And make sure you uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook and send us a review on, on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. I mean, you mentioned Bucks. Uh, um, should we chat about Collingwood? I think we should. Mm. The AFL farewell, one of the absolute greats of the game uh, today because we're recording Monday Queen's birthday public holiday. Um, what a big figure Nathan Buckley is to the AFL and s- sad scenes today to see him walk out of the AFL for, I don't know whether it's forever or for a short amount of time, but either way, he's walked out of Collingwood. Mm. It's not often a, uh, a coach departs a club after a win. No. Like they had over the Crows and then... Back-to-back wins. Yeah, back-to-back wins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just found form at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe maybe Colling, that's their ploy from now on. They're yeah. just going to sack a coach every week. <laughs> I'd say Nathan Buckley, great player, good, yeah. good coach, yeah. you'd probably say. Um, yeah. You have to be pretty bloody competent to, to get a team to a grand final. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I reckon Colling, Colling would have lost their two biggest identities of like oh. the past 25 years. Yeah. Oh. Haven't they? Eddie, Eddie Maguire leaving and uh, now Bucks. They are Collingwood, aren't they? Like The club's worse off for them leaving, oh, I, I believe. 100%. And like for so long, it was Eddie and Buckley, whether, um, you know, and, and for a time there, Malthouse. Mm. Like this is the biggest club in the land. It needs the biggest identities leading the way. And they were. Um, and now... I don't know. Like, look, they won today to to send him off, which was mm. which was great. They're um, unfortunately placed sixteenth on the ladder. Um, I think they, I think the league needs a strong Collingwood. I think we said this last week about Carlton, how the league needs a strong Carlton. They need a strong Collingwood, um, and I think they're a bit lost right now. They've completely shot themselves in the foot, and their two biggest identities, maybe in their history, have fallen on their sword as a result. Mm. They just need to simply go and get Alistair Clarkson, don't you reckon? I've called it for a very long time that Clarko will end up at Hawthorne. And, um, end up at Hawthorne? End up at Collingwood. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I would hate to see it happen. And he, he is very steadfast in his mm. decision, no, nah, I'm not going to Collingwood, at least this year. So it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Um, I don't know. who's Who would you love to see coach Collingwood? I want to see Alistair Clarkson. Mm. Go to Collingwood. Yep. Brad Scott. Go to Carlton. Yep. And who's like someone completely <laughs> hopeless and out of their depth because they can just go to Hawthorne? Yeah, right at you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll coach Hawthorne. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you looked so great in the colours earlier. So Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I'll see to it that they stay at the bottom. Um, Ross Lyon 
like I I've I've seen the um the rumors surrounding mm. him and Collingwood. Yeah, but I don't know. I can't. I don't think he's suited to coaching Collingwood. Like he he's, he brings a pretty outdated and dour game plan mm. to a pretty um dour pretty... football club at this stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, to to a game though that really doesn't suit that style of footy anymore. Mm. So I don't know how he'd go back in the AFL. Yeah, that's true. I, the, I mean, players seem to just really adapt to his game style, and they and he definitely takes teams to the pointy end of the ladder. Mm. But surely that has a use by day. Does it in his own way, doesn't he? Mm. And um, God, I think have Collingwood. So obviously Buckley walking out of Collingwood, it was it was something that we always thought might happen. But gee, it was a shock. I actually felt. Quite sad. I think it was Thursday when I found out the news. You look sad. Um, yeah, devastated. But they've done it um, at a time when there's a lot of good candidates ready to step into a, a, mm. a top job. Like Sam Mitchell is... It's a juicy market. Very highly regarded, isn't he? Um, of course, like even Choco Williams is, mm. you know, somewhat putting his hand up even if he if he doesn't want the job. He's been spoken about it. Um, Ross Lyon, like... Don't rule out Robert Harvey, who's... You know, interim coach. That's right. Well, and, and clubs just seem to jump at the first option these days, don't they? When it comes to, you know, Teague and, um, mm. you know, Reshaw before that. They just really like uh, to make a really rash decision, but I can guarantee that won't be happening with the Collingwood job. Mm. This is how big Nathan. I've just realised I've kind of. That's not very nice what I said before regarding Brad Scott to Colton. David Teague still coaching them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the external review is happening, but Teague is still in the yeah, job. I, I apologise. idiot. David Teague. <laughs> Yes. Mm. Um, I hope you do very well for the rest of the season. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I hope you play finals. <laughs> Not at the expense of Sydney, though. No, well. That mm. would be a stretch too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is how big the news out of Collingwood was. So I was listening to the radio on Thursday when this news broke, and then. Mm. In the the news bulletin at the top of the hour, Nathan Buckley's, um, I guess we'll call it resignation, led the bulletin. Mm. And what followed was Victoria coming out of lockdown. (laughs) Gosh. This is how big of a figure Nathan Buckley is in the AFL. Um, It led the news bulletin (laughs) ahead of the city of Melbourne coming out of COVID lockdown. It's pretty substantial. <laughs> That's pretty big news. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about um, Raleigh Thilthorpe kicking the winner? For, oh wow! For the, uh, for the Crows, um, butchered that earlier set shot and all part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bicycle, oh. almost like a yeah, just over over the head. It was just, awesome. It was awesome. Um, Ellie and wow. I watched the first half of that game on Saturday night. And decided this is shit. Mm, um, it was. Uh, Crows had kicked maybe one goal to half time or something horrendous like that. Mm. Um, decided, no, nah, we're watching a movie. And then halfway, about an hour into the movie, we decided it was time to make a cup of tea. So got up and... English breakfast? English breakfast, yep. Nice. At nine o'clock mm, um, at time. night. Um, so flipped the TV back to Channel 7 to see what was going on in the football. And the Crows were three points down. Yeah, and uh, this was seven minutes to go, and what proceeded was bloody sensational. Yeah, that it was a it was actually a pretty um a captivating finish. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, for a very dour game, um, all up. But my oh my, Thilthorpe's a gun. He's a good player. He's a gun. Definitely something for Crows fans to be excited about. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, he's everyone, everything that you want from a a number two draft pick, and mm. for the Crows, he's the 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 highest draft pick in their history. Um, how exciting! He's a South Australian boy, so. 
all things going well, he's not going to be looking to go anywhere, um, as history says. So he's one that the Crows fans can lock in and love for the next Mm. 10 or 15 years, um, all going well. Definitely. I was watching the finish to the West Coast and Richmond game. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was another really good finish. Mm. And Josh Kennedy... The, with the winner from yeah. the uh, from the pocket, that was that was pretty awesome yep. to watch. He is a superstar. Yeah. Um, oh, he he is brilliant. Um, I, I watched that game at the at the pub last night, which mm. um just incidentally will fall into another story. Yeah, she caught was later down the track. Um, in this episode, so please stick around. <laughs> um, but no, when you're enough cordials. One thing that um uh, resonated with me watching that game was that Optus Stadium would host a brilliant night grand final. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, like make it happen. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of the day grand final. Still, yeah, that's that's what I like. Two p.m. start, but if they're gonna have a night grand final, having it at Optus Stadium, if if it wasn't to be played at the MCG, I reckon mm. that'd be fantastic. Yeah. So snap decision. Um, if the grand final had to be moved out of Melbourne due to COVID, where are we hosting it? Optus Stadium. Optus Stadium, I'd not like, Adelaide Oval. I'd like that. Um, Adelaide Oval would be good. Okay, mm. Adelaide Oval for a day grand final. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, which is, I think that's what they've committed. Have they committed to that already? Or They've said that they it's going to be a day grand final mm. at the MCG, um, but that was, you know, at the start of the season. Exactly. Um, so they did lock in a day grand final, but of course anything can happen. A day grand final at Adelaide Oval and a night grand final at Optus. Okay, let's just play two grand finals. Yeah, let's have both <laughs> and uh, see which one we like more. Maybe what we could do is, is host one grand final between the top two teams mm. and the other grand final between the bottom two teams, mm. Hawthorne and North Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be um, just horrific stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wouldn't it? Um, Absolutely. But on North Melbourne, what about just quickly before we jump into maybe the Hawks and Swans, I yep. guess, we'll chat about them. Mm-hmm. But that, um, you said that Luke Davies Uniac goal? Nope. That, oh, literally, he kicked it from outside 50 <laughs> and the ball just apologised over the goal line <laughs> and sat there like a centimetre <laughs> over it. How it good. It was the most like tantalising bl- goal. You yeah. bloody take that, don't you? You do, you definitely. Yeah. He'd be, he would have taken that and absolutely ran with it. <laughs> yeah, so there was some pretty interesting sort of results on the weekend, some, some great games and mm. uh, as we mentioned um, look, the Crows was a fantastic finish, but not a great spectacle, maybe for three quarters. Um, I was here on Saturday uh, because there was no, no football because mm. it was a long weekend, and I just happened to be at home, which is odd for me. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to sit down and, and watch Saturday afternoon footy. Open my phone, who's playing? Gold Coast versus Fremantle mm. at Optus Stadium. Beautiful. Excellent. <laughs> so I sit down and and... Start watching it, and it is just a horrible affair. Mm-hmm. Bloody Gold Coast had one goal to half time. It was shit house. I, I got up and I actually did some work that didn't need doing. It was <laughs> it was horrendous. That's how bad it was. Couldn't sit through it. Yeah, I, I it's perhaps be one of the worst games. Oh, you could yeah possibly sit down and watch in the yeah. AFL, wouldn't it? Yeah, so disappointed. Oh, my condolences. Yeah, uh, what wasn't disappointing though? Uh, Friday night. Wasn't that awesome? I I lost interest pretty swiftly <laughs> in that one. Um, I mean, I as as I think I mentioned earlier, I can't remember if I did, but I was I was pretty apprehensive all week. Yeah. So, why wouldn't I be? Like, we're still a young team. Mm. Like, we've been exceptional to this point in the season, but a lot of people still picked us to finish well and truly outside of the top eight. Yeah. So you can't lose scope of that. No, definitely not. And 
obviously expectations change if you do have a hot start to the year. Yeah. But still a young team at the end of the day. Mm. So we are we were I know we're prone to losing games like that. Yeah. Certainly. Um but thirty eight points to Hawthorne. Mm. I didn't think we'd lose by that much. No. So you thought you'd lose that game? I I I I didn't think we'd win comfortably. Yeah, right. And I I knew it was going to be a much closer game than mm. the Hawks always seem to turn up against the Swans. They always yeah. seem to bring the heat. So yeah. And as a Hawthorne supporter right now, um, like they've they've given us a lot of love over the years and not a lot of success. So I can I can take losing games, but winning games like this, completely unexpected with this very young side, um, with some up and coming players. It's so exciting to watch these games in particular, um, where like you just find new players that you you're gonna you know you know you're gonna support for a long time. Mm. John Newcomb looks like a star. Yeah, yeah, he does look like a really good player. Yeah, he had 14 tackles on debut. That's brilliant. Just people the people that show intent to be there. That's the type of players that we want mm. right now at Hawthorne. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really have much more to say on this game, <laughs> mate. To be honest, no, we can we can move on now. That the Hawthorne Sydney rivalry is pretty special, isn't mm, it? It is. It's uh, it's, it's one thing I want to say before we jump into that. How how did you find before we jump into the rivalry chat? Because I feel like we'll probably move on to something else after. Mm. How did you find the umpiring quickly on firstly Friday night mm. the Swans and Hawks game, and then Thought it was for, brilliant for the. For the all, I think Hawthorne won the free kick count, twenty six to ten. Yep. Mm. So um, I don't see a problem with even it. someone as biased as you would have to <laughs> just widen the eyes of that thing. Surely. Oh, um, free kick. Uh, the, the umpiring has been a little bit dodgy this year. No doubt about that. But when it it's... was horrific, Friday <laughs> yeah. night, and you know it. Yeah. Um, look, I wasn't watching it as intently as as probably you. I'll oh, give the me pub. a spell. Um, but no, I, I thought that the better team won. On the oh, day. the better team definitely won. Yeah, yeah. but um, I no, just thought umpiring's been interesting this year, hasn't it? I, I hate to sit here and be an umpire basher, but yeah. it is like some of the umpiring has been disgraceful. I know there's like okay, if you haven't umpired before, don't comment on it. And you know, it's an impossible game to get you know decisions right or right mm. all of the time. But at least get eighty to ninety percent of them right. They they literally get like. At the moment, they're getting like 30 to 40% of the, the calls wrong mm. every weekend. Yeah. Like holding the ball, it just isn't being paid at the moment. No. Is it? No. No. Oh, God, no. Like, I saw... What What has happened with that? Yeah. I don't understand that I don't anymore. Under, I don't, and they were calling blokes to play on when they are in their set shot routine. Mm. So, blokes will be walking in ready to kick a goal. Yeah. And the umpire will call them, pl- call play on just before they kick it. Mm. I just, I Bizarre. simply don't understand. Like, it's just, I feel like they need to start employing full-time umpires. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't understand why they don't. It's like, a, it's the most, prefer, it's like the, the most pre- prestigious sporting code in Australia. Mm. There's AFLW now that's going to run over summer. Mm. There's plenty of football during the year to warrant being a full-time umpire. Yeah. Now, their argument is that umpires have professions outside of football. Um, but they get but, paid pretty well to, to umpire AFL, don't they? Yeah, I don't know what the pay structure is, and um, I think <sighs> that's the argument that God. the umpires are, are rolling with that they want to keep their, their full-time jobs. But there needs to be at least maybe 10 full-time umpires that are living and breathing the game and as their only job. Um, have four instead of three. Yeah. Just get the calls right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And stop uh, changing the way you adjudicate things yeah. bloody or every season. Allow boundary umpires to make <sighs> calls or like that. They need to do something whereby if an umpire sees it, 
whether it's the field, the boundary, or the goal umpire, between all of them, they've got a almost a 360-degree angle of the contest. Mm. Um, th- that needs to be thought about because there is a lot being missed. We've had three or four games be decided by either a, a big mm. a big umpiring call yep. or a big non-call yep. this year. Yep. And that simply should not be the case. You can maybe, maybe afford to have... Maybe the odd one yep. every season, mm. but it just—I feel like it's getting worse, progressively yeah. worse. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Now, sorry, I just needed to get that off my chest. <laughs> Clearly, Hawthorne versus Sydney. I mean, we've obviously got different highlights here. Mm. Yours, I think, would be the 2012. Mine's obviously no, not at all. Why would you say that? <laughs> 2014. It's um, actually Ben Ronk seven. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't care no. about 2012 at all. Oh, that was that's the first time I thought about that all year. Buddy, buddy I'm Ronk. So angry. That was a horrific time. Oh, that was horrible. Now, let's start from the start. So like obviously Buddy Ronk. We took Josh Kennedy and Ben McGlynn yep. from you. Yeah. And we turned Kennedy into a premiership player. Mm-hmm. McGlynn did his hamstring in the qualifying final mm-hmm. against the Crow, so he would have been a premiership player but yep. wasn't. Yep. And, and then in Kennedy 2000- has the hang on. Just wait a second. I wasn't finished. Thank you. You're just interrupting. Um, the famed Kennedy name. Yeah. Like, what a scalp that was to take from Hawthorne mm. and, you know, put in a red and white jumper. Mm. He could have won a lot more flags if he stayed at Hawthorne. He probably could have, but, I mean, he wouldn't have gotten to that midfield, maybe. Maybe. Mitchell, Lewis, Hodge. Yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. That's all right. Mm. We don't need him. Yeah, okay. Get lost. <laughs> um. So, you mentioned... Um, Kennedy, McGlynn, you also nicked Buddy there. Yeah. And they actually ended up being the only goal scorers in the first half of the Sydney Hawthorne 2014 grand final, which I thought was quite funny because every player on the ground um, who had kicked a goal had been a Hawthorne player at some point. Mm, you've done your research, have you? Oh, yeah. It's just something Is that I... actually correct? Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, that you re- is correct. You researched that just then, did you? I or? just knew it. Did you? Yeah. I remember sitting there... Watching the grand final, you know, just a euphoric state because it was mm. slightly over at halftime. Mm. They said um, every goal kicker on the ground has played for Hawthorne. Cool. So there you go. Um, but I just, I've spoken about this a few times, but the, the buddy story of him being a twice premiership player at Hawthorne, mm. going to Sydney to obviously make them bigger and better, um, and to not win a flag. I mean, to this point, might still win a flag, but I think that's that's a little bit bittersweet as a Hawthorne fan. Mm. I mean, I, I love Buddy. I think I, I will hope he gets to a thousand goals because yeah. I think he's great. But for him to not win a flag at Sydney is awesome as a Hawthorne fan. Mm. Just I like that. You're just that petty. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Happy to be petty. That sums you up, really. Yep. Thank you. Um, just another like little moment I absolutely love about like like you said, Hawthorne always gets themselves up to play Sydney. It's one mm. of those things. That do you remember when Roughhead kicked that goal? I don't remember what year it was. It was only recent. Yeah, that very long goal with seconds to go to either put Hawthorne in front or to seal the game. Yeah, that was a game you shouldn't have won. No, should yeah. not have won, and mm-hmm. it all it nearly kicked bloody Sydney out of the finals. I reckon that was that the year that they lost like nine in a row to start the year. Well, we lost. We lost. Went zero and six and made the eight. I yeah, think we lost right. to Hawthorne. Yeah, but when, a couple when, of times when Roughhead kicked that goal, I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. 
Excellent. Didn't mean much in the scheme of your season. No, I um, didn't. I just like to beat Sydney. Mm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. I really do hope Hawthorne stay at the bottom for a, <laughs> an extended period of time. I sincerely mean that. Um, you said that they wouldn't know in your Oh, I, I, that was just really, <laughs> really just talking absolute shit smack yeah Yeah. um yeah just whatever it was whatever it was to get by at that stage i I told you i would struggle (laughs) after 12 seconds you were running out of seconds i mean you took tom mitchell from us as well yep brown medal um and there's been talk of him being moved on to another club yeah that's obviously panning out beautifully well i think you'll ever win a flag with him no that's okay at least we've played in a couple with buddy um so yeah we we played in a couple with buddy as well it's good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> he aware. actually won them. Yeah. <laughs> good on you. See, this is why it's impossible to talk about Hawthorne yeah, with you. because they're so good. Yeah, you see, you're just so arrogant. You do not deserve to support a good team. Why? I, no, but your, I do. Your attitude is just poor. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm allowed to have I, this attitude. I've supported a good football team, a good basketball team, and, and I support a good soccer team. I'm a huge mm. Chelsea fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I am so, so humble. Mm-hmm. Are you? And you're not. No, that's not a okay. humble bone in your body. No. Well, you? look, I'm a I'm a big Hawks fan, but I've been a, a Hawks fan from the from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I, when they were terrible, and it's the same with my Phoenix Suns. Um, Get stuffed. They, what do you mean, like, your Phoenix Suns? I was on them for a, like I've been on them for a long time actually. Oh my God. Um, and now they're in the grand final, and it, the you grand know, final. Sort of, they're in the grand final. Yeah, they are in the in the um, in the what are they in the West Grand Final? The conference finals. Yes, that's right. They're in the conference final and it's been, you know, tough as a Suns fan. You know, all those years with Nash and we couldn't get him over the line. But um, hopefully this is our year. Shut up. Honestly. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're a dick. (laughs) Happy to be a dick. Um, Yeah. No, it's been, it is a pretty engrossing rivalry. Mm, No, it's Um, good. I mean, Clarkson and Longmire were teammates. At all, yeah, at that's true. That's um, true. They've got big respect for each other. Yeah, that's where it all started. Certainly did. Um, where to from here? Do, should we chat a bit of general stuff, I guess? I think so. Um, I think we need that. Sounds about right. I noticed you've got sports bet open. You just, just got a um, something riding on this last 10 minutes, have you? Or? Yeah, let's get out of here. I've got to watch the race. Yeah. Um, no, I was <laughs> when we were thinking about um, horses before and I was trying to remember which race horse it was, it was Winks who I was thinking about. Gamble responsibly, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but this was very irresponsible of me. I couldn't sleep the other night. And um, I, this is the first time I've ever done this. But I couldn't sleep the other night. And I, I was just looking on my phone. And I went on my sports bet account for some reason. I realized I had $8 left over in there. So I was, I was just like, screw it. Money like, bags. I'm not, a, I'm not a gambler at all. Like I don't even know where that $8 was deposited into there mm. but i was like screw it i'm gonna put it all on the next to jump <laughs> it was a, a race course i can't even pronounce in france <laughs> and i put it all eight dollars on um just a like a five dollar favorite and um it won how good yep all on the all on the nose all on the win yeah nice one race nine number six very good um shenko magic yeah beautiful got over the line Oh, wow. How good's that? Bloody happy with myself. $42 return. Mm. So there you go. That's why I've got it open. Yeah. Oh, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Yep. Yes. Gamble responsibly. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> um, also, something just was blew my mind last night. Mm. So like we said at the start, uh, this is a long weekend. 
People are very keen to party on Sunday <laughs> night, long weekends, this. as it seems. <laughs> Just goes hand in hand with long weekends, I would have thought. Yeah, and I, I don't quite get it myself, and that's only because I work on Mondays of public holidays. Mm. Um, anyway, so I was I was actually working yesterday, at su- uh, which was the Sunday, and I had a, a friend of ours had a, a 25th at a winery up in the Adelaide Hills. Then they decided to come down. And this this was the whole plan. We're going to start there and then we're going to catch a bus and we're going to go to mm. this pub, which is quite a well-known pub in, in Adelaide. And I see, I thought it was going to be dinner and I was like, great, Ellie and I are going to meet them at, at the pub and we're going to have dinner and one or two beers and I'll go home. Mm. Brilliant. Work the next day. So finish work, go home, pick Ellie up. We actually hop in an Uber Um Round the corner of this pub, and like I said, like I'm going there for a snitty and one, maybe two beers. Round the corner of this pub, and it's pandemonium. <laughs> there was hundreds of people in the line. Like, there was a line on the side of the road of the pub, and mm. the line continued across the road. So the security guard was literally walking groups of people across the road to get into the pub. This is Sunday night, and me and Ellie were like, what in the hell is this? It's a long weekend. What do you expect? I was just amazed. I couldn't believe the amount of people that were there. So we joined the back of the queue and there was, I was completely sober, completely sober. And everyone else was off their chops in the, like in the line, in the pub, out of the pub. Some like stumbles out of the pub, like almost falls over the step and then gets in a fight with the security <laughs> guard. Like it's a, it's a punch up on a main road in Adelaide. And then, um, Two minutes later, there's a like a sports car doing a burnout down the main street. And I was just like, what in the hell is happening here? We eventually wriggled our way in because we mm-hmm. said we were on the on the door list and said whatever we had to do to get in. And it was I thought I was at schoolies. <laughs> it was this place was bouncing. Like the walls were shaking. There was that many people in there. Um, I was, there was strobe lights and the dance floor seemed like it was spilling out in the whole pub. There was pushing and shoving going on. I looked at my watch thinking this, it has to be at least quarter to 12. (laughs) It was 10 past seven. (laughs) And you're going in there for a snitty and a beer. I'd gone in there for a snitty and a beer. You'd gone in there for a sit down meal. Yep. Yep. You you would have looked like a... An idiot. A 50 year old dad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yep. Yep. Oh, I was, uh, yep. I was I was blown away. So I went to order my order my drink and mm. <laughs> I, I went over to see see my mate in the corner, um, Josh Hannam, who's actually been on the show. Um, it was his girlfriend's twenty fifth, and I said, Josh, what the hell's going on here? Mm. And they didn't know that it was going to be pandemonium like this. So I was completely out of my comfort zone. He had he had like six gins on the table, and I said, "Geez, you're having a night." He's like, "No, it just takes that long to get a drink." <laughs> <laughs> so then I've I've joined the line. I, I had to buy three beers in one go. <laughs> While I was up there, I said, "Would have been nice and flat by the time you got to the third one." Oh, it was horrible. I said, "Can I order dinner?" Said, no, oh. no, no. The the kitchen is closed. Oh, it was hell. I ended up having McDonald's at about nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, sucked in. Oh, it sucked. Yeah, well, it's a long weekend. What, 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 what do you expect? Oh, I was not expecting that. Yeah, well, that is for sure. Lesson learned. Oh my god, you won't do that again, will you? No, I was shaken. I was um, 
Something happened the other day. I was running late. Uh, Shock horror. For work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to get better. I, I, yeah. I do. I do. Yes, you do. I have, I've been pretty good recently. Mm. Well, was, on uh, time to most things. Have things, you? Things that matter. And this day I was just like, just a little... I didn't expect to get have to get fuel. That oh. I was I was like, I have to leave home at like seven thirty for a nine o'clock start. Mm. Keep that in mind. So not kind of live the 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 cruisy seven forty five seven fifty wake up and be <laughs> in the car within forty six seconds. <laughs> express pace. Mate. It takes me a while to get organised. Like there's a, a little checklist of things I want to do in the morning. I want to read my book. I want to have a coffee. It's just I want it to be very. At a nice and steady pace, <laughs> not like you, <laughs> not at all. So, I was running late this day anyway. So, I went to the survey to get some fuel, mm. and this poor bloke working behind the counter, there, there are F postals down. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And oh. I thought, like, that's a nightmare for retailers, mm. and, you know, for places like Woolworths and Coles, I yeah. imagine. But for someone working in a service station yep. when you're like the only person on... It's hell. And people have already put the fuel in their car. Yep. Mm. Cannot be returned. It cannot be returned. And they're walking in with plastic, mm. just just the card, yep. just ready to wave it yep. or on their phone. Yep. And this guy's having to call over the loudspeaker the same message like every minute or every time he see, sees a new car come in. Hi, everyone. Just letting you know that we're not taking FPOS payments. Yep. There's FPOS is currently down mm. and... Oh, luckily, I had cash on me, so wow, I made it just very seamless for the young gentleman and yep. wished him all the best. And probably, I'd probably his favourite customer for the morning. <laughs> but oh gosh, what a nightmare! Yeah, that is horrific. Mm. I worked I at so two petrol stations in mm, my. You did, yeah. That was my. They were my part-time jobs, and that was the single worst thing that can happen. Because, <laughs> like you said, you're not siphoning petrol out of people's no. tanks that they can't pay for it. And oh, it was absolutely terrible. How did you go happened. in that situation? Just putting the hard word on someone when they come in with their with their card and no cash. Oh, it was flat panic. <laughs> it was flat panic. Luckily, we had an a ATM that worked like maybe thirty percent of the time. Mm. So that was our backup plan, and it was like a real fingers crossed that a nothing was going to go wrong when I was there, and b that the ATM was going to be functioning. Yeah. Because, oh my God. Yeah, you need that 30% to be yeah to be functioning. Oh, I, I don't even remember what I did because mm. I think I must have just panicked that much to, that I blacked out <laughs> <laughs> and, and got back into... F- Everyone just got their fuel for free. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the young man serving <laughs> behind the counter was flat on his back. Yeah, came in, came back into consciousness when the system came back. Yeah. yeah that, oh no, it was it was a terrible time. Yeah, far out. It, That's. I remember crazy. one of the petrol stations I worked at. It, they had like a policy where if you couldn't pay for your fuel, someone actually had to come. Like you had to leave your car there, mm. and someone had to actually come and pay for it for you. That would have gone down well. Yeah, so that was really good. Yeah, that's... Oh. Seeing as we're on the topic of cars... Terrible. Before we wrap up, I, I always get very nervous. It happened to me tonight on the way down here. A police car was following me. Oh, yeah. I knew I'd done nothing wrong. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. I was probably going like five kilometres under the speed limit. Yeah. But is it just me? Or whenever a police car is near you or mm. behind you, are you just like shitting it? I get I get that my, I get such a build up of anxiety, and like I just panic when a police car is behind me because I'm like, oh, what, did I not indicate? What am I doing wrong? Am I going to get pulled over? I automatically think 
the worst thing possible? Nah, I don't think I really have that much trauma when it comes to being followed by police cars. Of course, um, you're on your best behaviour, mm. but I don't, I don't really remember any panic. I think the other week I was at a friend's and I had had a beer, mm. and then I, I had sixteen I was, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had a um, had a beer. Yeah, and you, I was like, I would have been fine. Yeah, and driving home, and then this police car came flying up behind me oh. with its lights flashing. Oh. And I was like, oh, get, get stuff. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm done for here. Mm. Even though I, I knew I probably would be all right. Yeah. And it's just, I pulled over and it's just, I thought I was going to come in behind me and I'm, you know, going to get breathalyzed here. I knew I would have been fine, but yeah. you just don't know. Yeah. And it just kept going past me mm-hmm. and pulled over the car in front of me. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I got oh heavens! I got home and I was like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> yeah, literally. But uh, yeah, and, and it happened again tonight. So I was like, I wonder if anyone else out there Look, gets that same build-up of stress. And it's not a comfortable feeling, but I, I don't, I don't um, cripple up inside. That's for mm. sure. You're just too good, aren't you? Not much phases. You're yep. just a real macho man. Yep. Mm. I guess you could call me that. Very impressive. <laughs> Yep. Well, mate, um, Macho Man out. Mm, yeah. Yep. Happy to be out. Yep. Um, good show tonight. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, definitely covered a fair bit. There was yep. plenty to chat about, so yep. don't know what this one's looking at, uh, looking like for our time. Could be a, a rather longer run affair. Or... Yeah, right. There you go. Well, I'm about to sit down and boil the kettle and um, mm. get into it. A oh. bit of editing style. Yeah, good on you. Don't, yeah. don't get pulled over by a policeman tonight. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully not. They've still got those bloody roadworks on the freeway. Mm, no, that's true. Aren't that's they some, annoying on the way to work? Giving me the shits. Yeah, that just takes an age to get through that. <laughs> it does. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, mate, it's always good fun. Um, make sure you you check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as our wonderful Instagram page mm. managed by y- yours truly, um, Tyler Morn. Yes. Um, yeah. Do a great job with that. I manage oh. the Facebook. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Um, equally as um, good. <laughs> You do, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so do all of that, and uh, we'll definitely see you next week. Absolutely. Catch you later.